This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers for Demon Slayer. Please beware, listen at your own risk. Welcome to the Demon Slayer Podcast Manga Segment. I am your host, GTZ, and I have two special guests with me today. Introduce yourself. <laughs> What's up? Uh, I'm Marion. I go by Microwavy on Twitter. I'm Sakaki, and I go by Kirobon on Twitter. <laughs> and we're here to talk about the latest chapter of Demon Slayer Kometsu no Yaiba. And we're all big Demon Slayer fans. Ain't that right? Totally. Yeah, man. Biggest. (laughs) So before we start, I wanted to actually uh, get your guys' history on the series and how you got into it. Gotcha. Who wants to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Um, Well, basically, like, I've been reading this since, like, Chapter 1 came out as a jumpstart. here in North America. Uh, I followed like the first three chapters and then at the same time, uh, I was also subbed to Japanese Jump on Jump Plus. So for all the chapters that uh, didn't get uh, translated basically, uh, I basically, I was like reading the Raws and then uh, I would actually like lurk threads on, on A to see people translate them. And then that's, that's basically how I kept up with the series until it got picked up for uh, Simul Pub again, and no, it's been a it's been a crazy ride. Like just seeing uh, like the art evolve, and then all these characters getting introduced, and just yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun and a lot of a lot of depression too. Ah, <laughs> uh, my story's pretty similar actually. I saw the I saw the jump start like. Uh, somebody linked it to me. Like, no, one of my buddies that does uh, fan translations, he loved the series, and he was like, you know, you should check it out. So I looked for the Viz um, Jumpstart, and I read it, and I was like, okay, it is pretty cool. Then they weren't doing it anymore. So I went and I started buying the volumes in Japanese from Amazon Japan on Kindle. Um, and I'm still doing that. I technically don't even, I technically don't read chapter, the 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 vault weekly or the shonen jump app i don't read them weekly i just buy the japanese volumes but for this for this segment like i did actually catch up to where the last volume i read to now so and yeah I've just, and then the anime came out and you know, i've just been really i've been following it since it started out and i'm kind of i'm really glad that you know it's taken off thanks to the anime definitely did you get volume 16 or I seventeen, I think, just came out. That's the one with Sanemi on the cover, right? Yeah, it is. Oh, that one looks dope. Yeah, I haven't gotten that one yet. I need to get that one. Like, gotcha. Yeah, I think that came out like last week, last Tuesday. In fact, I remember V Lord was talking about it on on Discord. Yeah, like, I think it, I think it was talking about because the they released the one shot collection, collection, collection of Go to Gaze at the yeah. same time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you were talking about that, and I was like, "Yeah, damn, I need to get that volume." I mean, now that that now that I've like caught up on the vault, it almost seems like then I, I hate that I hate that side of myself where it's like I get caught up on like the English version, then I stop finding the Japanese one, which is why uh, I don't, 
because my mind because my mind's like okay i already read it why, why do i need to read it? <laughs> but then the other side of my brain's like i'm a completionist and need to have everything so it's like i'll probably get it eventually that's why i don't read them weekly because i know that's what will happen if i do like i'm not caught up on mha weekly either because i'm buying the japanese volumes <laughs> totally valid yeah i mean whatever works exactly as long as you're doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> Go buy your Demon Slayer, folks. Support it's the good for release. you. <laughs> um, but yeah, now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's just like, go uh, straight into this chapter. So uh, we're going to like basically just go through the chapter like page by page. So I will start this off. Um, so as we support this chapter 178... Even if you reached out your hand. So after like last chapter, we basically learned that uh, Kokushibo's brother Yorichi was basically a prodigy. And he decides to go off to a temple. So that uh, Kokushibo can still be like the head of the household. So basically we see that... uh, his father tries to send a messenger to the temple that Yorichi goes to, but apparently Yorichi completely up and disappeared, and like no one can find him. So Kokushibo spends the next 10 years of his life just kind of without a brother whatsoever and kind of just solo, and he gets married, has children, um, becomes like a swordsman. But then suddenly one day, his camp is attacked by a demon. And who shows up but Yorichi himself, who's now become a demon slayer. And this just angers Kokushibo to no end, because Yorichi's just gotten even stronger and more talented. And all Yorichi can say to him is like that he's sorry that he couldn't get there sooner to save his comrades. And this just, like, messes, like, with Kokushibo so much that he decides to just abandon his entire family and become a Demon Slayer himself. As one does. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Completely <laughs> normal thing to do. Sense. I, I'm not sure why you're talking like that's a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh... Um, it then goes on to explain that Yorichi is, like, teaching people the sword and breathing techniques that he's learned. Um, but it notes that no person was able to match him. So what he did is that he suited um, the techniques to each person's skills and capabilities. And that's how all the different derivatives of the sun breathing technique were created. And also talks about the marked ones and that the number of marked ones increased as the Demon Slayers rose. And eventually Kokushibo awakened his own mark, which was identical to Yorichi's. Yeah, yeah. I've always wondered, I've always wondered, like, I mean, they probably have been through this, but I have always wondered about the breathing techniques and how, I I like that background on it. Like, Mm -hmm how that came to be and everything yeah how they're all offshoots 
exactly. Like, uh, it, it's an interesting one. Like, you know, normally in shonen manga, it's like, you know, the powers are from, you know, even if they have different schools, they're like unrelated, really. Or if they are related, it's like, oh, the villain learned a dark version of this attack that the hero has. But I kind of like that. You know, the abilities in the series are offshoots of each other. It kind of gives this, like, lore that I really like to Demon Slayer. Yeah, it reminds me of, um, actually, I bought the official fan book uh, in Japanese, and I was just going through it. There was, a, like, a personality quiz that said, like, oh, what breath or what breathing style are you? And it's, like, you see, um, there's, I think, like, the top, it says, like, uh, like fire breathing or, or sun breathing, and then uh, like they it, it like branches off into the other ones. So I kind of I kind of knew about this. I didn't realize like it was gonna be addressed in the story, but um, stuff like uh, like in Nosuke's beast breathing is like an offshoot of I think uh, like wind breathing, and yeah, and it, it it's cool because uh, if you get the the fan book, you can see like how. Um, some some breads are like like you have like the sound pillar. Sound is like related to something else. I forgot what it was off the top of my head, but yeah, okay. good good uh, background details. Yeah, like I remember earlier in the series they had mentioned that I think Rengoku's fire breathing was based off of sun breathing, mm-hmm. but I yeah. didn't. I don't think they mentioned that every single breathing technique was based off sun breathing. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, that's that's interesting. It basically seems that Yorichi is basically the original Demon Slayer. Yeah, yeah. He's the progenitor <laughs> yeah. Demon Slayer. <laughs> he just up and created this entire organization by himself. That's uh, kind of impressive. I mean... I wonder, I wonder if... Um, sorry to cut you off. I wonder if, like, he's the one who actually made the the organization because uh, that would mean he's like directly related to um, Ubuyashiki yeah Ubuyashiki um, and then because isn't the whole thing that also Tanjiro is probably a descendant as well because he's the one who actually got the original uh, sun breathing I think it's implied that one of Yorichi like or one of his descendants showed up at like the Commodore household and taught like the fire dance of the sun okay. god to them. Okay. So like he's not a direct descendant, but it kind of proves like Yorichi's point that the breathing techniques will live on regardless yeah. if their bloodline doesn't. And I kind of dig that too. That it's not like just a, it's it's not a bloodline thing because yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> Yeah, because that, that also, I think that also came up when uh, um, Senjiro, or uh, Rengoku's little brother, was also, like, trying to piece together the history. Yeah, it's it's just a lot of really good lore here. Mm-hmm. Did you see, like, uh, I guess the, whoever, whoever's the original descendant of uh, Rengoku's family with, like, the hair in that yeah, one panel? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, Sakaki, you want to continue on the chapter? Oh, uh, sure. Uh, am I supposed to read first or this? <laughs> I think page eight. Or yeah, page eight. eight. Oh, okay. Uh, hold on a second. So, yeah, um, 
as as Velour provided in the background, in the background story, like, um, oh, Yorichi, uh, he's he's trying to use sun breathing, but it's not working out, so he can only use like moon breathing. And he's of the mind that, okay, I, you know, if I get training, I'll get it, right? Right? And, nah. No. <laughs> 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 No, which that's an element too. I kind of like, which is just that you know his frustration is palatable because like uh, you do get it a lot in showing stories where it's like, hey, if you just try really hard, you know, you'll get it. And uh, sometimes that's not how life works. You try really hard at something and just don't. But again, and then on top of that, more marked people start showing up. Uh, I also, it's mentioned that, you know, getting to Mark is, isn't exactly the greatest thing because you're just exchanging your life. You're basically taking a loan against your life for more power. I'll so. take triple power to live to only the age of 20, please. Yeah, exactly. Alex, could I have a shortened lifespan? What is a shortened <laughs> lifespan? <laughs> so, yeah, and, you know, he's beginning to say, wow, I really don't have a future. You know, I don't have time left to train or anything. And then Muzan's like, hey, heard you want a future. I got those. Chad <laughs> Muzan shows up. He just like, it's funny because he has like, he does look like Chad Muzan in this page, the way he's drawn, like his expression and everything. But yeah, he's like, yeah, if you become a demon, you can live forever. You, you want to master training breathing techniques? And I want to make a demon out of swordsman who could could use them. So this is obviously the merger of a lifetime for both of us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, he takes the the offer and everything. And he's like, this is the path I had chosen, the path I really wanted. And, but then, or so he thought. And once again, and then his bro appears once again, but he's a withered old man, and he's still awesome. <laughs> so it's like, I, again, I can get his frustration throughout this whole chapter. It's like I've done everything to be amazing, and you just keep being one step ahead of me. Yeah, like Yorichi literally dies kicking Kokushibo's ass. <laughs> exactly, and he and he doesn't die because Kokushibo beats him. He literally dies because he's too old to continue. If you were 20 years younger, that whole fight would have been different. <laughs> so, ah, like, like again, I, I know probably we'll have more time for our impressions after the chat after we're done reading it. But I just really like that element of this whole chapter, which is just it kind of. I hate to use the word. Um, dang, now the word just. Uh, I I hate to, I, I now the word just escaped me, but. I hate to. A lot of people will look at their their favorite shonen manga and be like, "Yeah, this one is better than everyone else's because it does things differently." And I don't really think that um, Kotoge was really trying to do anything differently as much as it just Kushibo's backstory, which mm-hmm. is that he's just this guy. I mean, in the end, as evil as he became and as many people as he's killed, he, the only thing he really wanted was just be better than his brother for a minute. That's it. <laughs> um. Yeah, he and uh, Yorichi fight, and he's just going on about how he hates him, and you know, in the end, like I said, and yeah, um, hold on. Do you guys hear that siren? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll it's, wait it's, till it's, we go. <laughs> it's for it's it's for Yorichi. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Two for Kokushibo, but you know, things didn't quite work out that way. <laughs> Gosh. All right. So, next page, uh, we see Kokushibo slash and basically bisect him, uh, his brother Yorichi. Um, and he's just thinking to himself, hate, hate, I hate you. Um, and we, we see like a, a gradual zoom into like, uh, like a good luck charm. Uh, and inside of it was actually the flute that he carved for his little brother back when he thought that Yorichi was just uh, sickly and like not really like sociable or anything. And he immediately remembers uh, Yorichi going, oh, I think of this flute you gave me as you. So I'm always going to keep it with me. And then right there, uh, his uh, like original eyes start like tearing up, all of them actually. And then he's like, enough already. I hate you. Just seeing your face makes me sick. Hearing your voice makes me so angry that my head hurts. And even after living hundreds of years, what he remembers the most vividly is his little brother's face. And that's the thing he wants to forget the most. Um, he can't remember his family's or his family's face or like any anyone related to him. Only his brother, out of hatred, and he compares his brother to the unequaled son, and all the humans around him have no other path other than like yearning, reaching out, writhing in agony until they become ashes. And that was like, I don't know, like that kind of symbolism, like. It makes it makes complete sense because you know he's like, yeah, obviously he's like the sun breather, the original uh, breath user, but also like, just comparing that, the fact that like he is like the most unparalleled swordsman, like he was never, he never really had an equal, even with his brother. Like, his brother was probably the closest to, to being his equal, but never actually reached there, and mm. it's kind of kind of sad. Very sad. Um, and right there, uh, we go back to um, Kokushibo's body now disintegrating uh, back at the the original uh, battle. And he thinks to himself, uh, I could never grab hold of anything, anything at all. Um, so we know he's actually talking about himself, where in the page before he was saying about all the other human beings around him. Uh, he was really talking about himself, he, how he abandoned his home, his wife and children, his humanity. Uh, he cut down his descendants, and it cuts to uh, Tokito. And he abandoned being a samurai. He sees, uh, I mean, the next panel is just like the broken, uh, like demon blades. Uh, but even all of that wasn't enough. He uh, said that those who master their paths all reach the same place but I never did. I could not see the same world that you did. And that, I think, specifically, that's like a, like a callback to a couple, not a couple, like probably volumes ago where um, Tanjiro was, uh, when he was fighting Akaza with uh, Tomioka. Right, right, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yes, yes, yeah, I remember that. I, I think that's specifically what he's referring to. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, because like Yorichi could like see the insides of like bodies and like how like the breathing and like motion was yes all functioning. Yeah. And just uh, just to like 
just to put that nail in uh, the next page and last page, uh, he, he keeps on uh, thinking after your death, Lord Wuzan and I made sure to kill the swordsman who knew sun breathing and its forms. So why do your breathing techniques remain? And we see Tanjiro. And I think we haven't actually seen Tanjiro in story for a good like 10, 20 chapters now. I feel like his design has changed gradually. Um, we saw him once in like a cover page where he was reading uh, the letter that uh, Sanjiro wrote, uh, Rengoku's, Rengoku's little brother. Uh, I just think he looks like um, not younger, but like his face is more a baby face going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I think it's just the style evolving. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I'm looking looking back. I, I, I hate to cut you off, but looking back at the page where um, Kushibo's like he's talking he's talking about living a hundred years like that mm-hmm. if i just were to see that page like this this is version of him and not know and not anything else it doesn't look like it looks very for lack of a better word clean <laughs> i know like, what you mean yeah, yeah yeah you know i'm not really saying i'm not trying to say that um Gotoge's artwork is like bad or anything. In fact, part of the reason why I love Dean Slayer is that the art is the art is so unique. It looks very yeah. It looks it looks like, for lack of a better word, it could be from another manga, like any other manga, which is the Swords Guy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> to me, I think um, it looks uh, like the face reminds me a lot more of like uh, the older the older works they had, like uh, in the One Shot Collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely could see that. Yeah, it's like it's it's interesting because you know Gotoge went from kind of like this artwork in the one shots to something completely different for serialization, which I mean you could definitely recognize the artwork, but it's um only when you see art like this, it's like the one shot is what you see to begin in serialization, and then it changes as it goes on, which is what happened here. But it's like the, from the one shot to serialization, it's almost different art completely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kagari Gari is like a lot more rougher in terms of designs. But I feel like by the time it like Demon Slayer actually got serialized, like Gotei had cleaned it up quite a bit. Yeah. Definitely. And, uh, yeah, moving on, uh, last two panels. Uh, end of the monologue. Why could I not leave anything behind? Why could I not become someone? Why are we so different? Why in the world was I ever born? Tell me, Yoriichi. And as he finishes, like, disintegrating, uh, we cut to his robe, and we see that he's still holding the flute that he carved for him back as a kid and like he could just never let go god that's a heart wrencher there right yeah it's just like i you know i hear a lot of people complaining about how all of the demons in demon slayer are they have these backstories yeah just as they're dying dying and and i i mean i guess i could kind of understand how some people probably are getting tired of it i mean i definitely can see that point of view but golden k does such a good job with them generally (laughs) so you know i get like yeah you want to have a villain that's just like 
you don't like them, they die, and you don't. There's no sense of redemption. They're just they're bad. They deserve to die, and they get they go. And I, I can definitely get how some people want that, but like I, there hasn't at least for me, most of the backstories have been worth like okay, them towards the end and everything. They, and most of them have been worth it. Yeah, the only real exception has been like uh, like the uh, rank two Kizuki Doma. Like oh Doma, fuck Doma. Yeah, like the whole point of him was that he's so warped from a ch- from like his weird cult childhood that he doesn't even understand like right or wrong. But that that I, that I feel is the point. <laughs> I kind of liked it. Like I kind of liked it. It's just so twisted that it just that's just how he was. You know, you were like you're like expecting after all the other things we've seen you're expecting him to get this like totally the same like oh well actually, oh yeah 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 it's like it's like a subversion almost because in a way uh he's i guess he's more of a victim of the system yeah of, that he was yeah. a part of i still yeah, like exactly. his dying chapter where he's just like no but i was never a good person like i i, <laughs> I was happy with like with my like parents died it's like okay i mean sure uh, cool doba cool Hey, right, you freak. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Like, no, I'm not going to say I like Doma, but I, I just like that subversion <laughs> of just everything we've known about Demon Slayer, especially since he took out a fairly, you know, I want to say popular character. He oh, yeah. <laughs> so <He is>. so <laughs> that, that's got to even just twist the knife even more. Like if he had just if he had gone out without taking anybody with him, it would be like, oh, well, he's forgettable. <laughs> but he he's indelib- indelibly carved himself in the story mm-hmm. by taking out the character he did with him. <laughs> Speaking of taking out characters, do you guys think that uh, Muichiro and uh, Genya are actually dead? I I don't know. I I feel like it's fifty fifty at this point. Like, um, if anything, I can see uh, probably Genya pulling some shit where. Uh, Maybe, maybe they tried to like make him eat one of the blades before it like disappears, and he can like start regenerating like Genya does. Um, Sanami though, I I don't know. I I could see him living or dying. I think he might die. Uh, at first, I I I thought at, I'm sorry. I thought at first um there were people like speculating like oh this one covers or cover spread color spread uh. All of the pillars on this side are gonna die, like on the left side, because that was like right after, um, or right before Shinobu died. And then on that side, we had uh, on the colors, but I think we had uh, Gyome, Sanami, and I, I don't know if Tokito was on that side or not. But that was that was basically like the big speculation online that people were going for, because then we saw that like they had to team up uh, Sanami and Gyome against uh, Kokushibo. And I was waiting for like that shoe to drop to see if it was going to be true or not. And now I just don't know. I'm just like, yeah, I'm looking at that color spread right now. Like Shinobu's on one side of it. And then Muichiro's on like the other side. Yeah. That's kind of why I I hope he lives. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like literally cut up right now. He's cut in half and is like Kokushibu literally ripped off his arm. Like last chapter. Yeah, but uh, like, uh, I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. But Genya, it would kind of make sense because like he has like the demon like powers like 
inside his body still, so they could just like glue his body back together. <laughs> glue it. <laughs> glue it, though. <laughs> yeah, Yo, bro, no. Hold I, this for me. Hold this for me, bro. Yeah, it's like it's like a human puzzle. You just gotta put your Genya back together. I'm just mad that you compared him to Humpty Dumpty and didn't. Bad <laughs> an eyelash, but <laughs> and all the Demon Slayers couldn't put him back together again. <laughs> um, but no, I, I I I don't know at this point either because like when it comes to deaths in this series, it's like there's no. Appreciate about Demon Slayer is like you never can really see them coming. Cause like, did you did you really expect Shinobu to end up like that? Like yeah. after Shinobu's oh, no. was oh, freaking like, wild. <laughs> like, and the same thing when I was remember I was reading through Ren Goku and it's like I wasn't expecting that either. Like, I guess it, at the same time too, Shonen has kind of conditioned you to think that okay, if you're a good guy, generally speaking, <laughs> you're gonna make it out okay. <laughs> but, but I, I, I guess I kind of do appreciate Demon Slayer being like, nah, these guys went in there knowing what what they're gonna what they're gonna face. <laughs> and they did say like, oh, um, even though like, uh, like the the lower moons, they're always like being switched out. The upper moons were always like they they've been around for six hundred years, and like they've been the one taking out uh, Hashira left and right. So like, I mean, yeah, they they kind of said it, but like also, um, uh, Ubuyashki was like, oh, you're like the probably the strongest generation of Hashira I've ever seen. So I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Like, shit. And I mean, even he's dead now. He freaking blew himself up. <sighs> yeah, like, I mean, yeah, it's just like, again, well, with him, kind of did see him, like, I mean, he was sickly, and, all, and, and he even had a successor. It's like, you don't introduce a successor in this kind of story if you expect to be around a while. <laughs> so, so I was just like, okay, that didn't surprise. I, well, the way he went out did. Uh-huh. I, I thought, you know. I, I wasn't expecting himself to blow him, blow himself up. To Just a casual there. kamikaze, like no, everyone does that when they fight Musa. I mean, yeah, I wasn't expecting that, but I was, you know, I figured, okay, yeah, he's this guy ain't gonna make it into the story, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just again, it, it subverts, and that was the word I was looking for earlier, subversion. Mm. I believe that a lot of the stuff that Gotake is doing isn't like a subversion for subversion's sake. Which is just it's just the way they feel like this story needs to unfold. Yeah. And I, I totally get that. I totally get that. When you do it like that and it's just seen as a subversion, it feels more genuine than it's like, oh well do it like this. So I'm just gonna do the opposite. Then I feel like you can always you can kinda tell when it's when an author or an a writer is doing that. Like I'm just gonna purposely subvert things it feels more natural it's just like ah, you know i'm writing the story and it just felt right to do this yeah. and you could totally tell by the characters like uh like how we go into their emotional states uh like that whole the whole like going back to the doma fight like everything about that was like it was rooted in like every character's like basic it like oh um uh, shinobu like her her whole thing is that like she was always like holding back this anger and we finally see why because we see the demon who killed her sister and then like that anger is like inherited by Kanao who up to this point was so stoic and like uh yeah. Tanjiro's whole thing is like you need to let your heart decide for you or whatever and like guess what she's angry like 
she about to fuck shit up. Like, it, it, it's so, like, the characters themselves dictate the way, the way that the story goes. And that's one of the more, uh, I don't know what the word is, probably, like, genuine styles of writing out there. Because it doesn't feel, like, fabricated. It's just, it feels yeah. like the characters dictate where the story goes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the I, I just I do feel like again, and you know, I like I like that we do get into this is Gotoge's style of doing things. I, I like that we can that 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 is whether you like it or not that 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 is their way. Like you get long, you know, big huge fight and then backstory. That's just yes. their preference. I, I like that 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 whether you like it or not, that's just their style of doing things. And I like and I feel like that gets us to like. It, it, it brings it brings like a personality to the writer to the writer or, uh, or artist. You know, I mean, obviously, obviously, you're reading their work, but it, sometimes when you're reading their work, it just feels like okay, this is coming from this is like manna from heaven. It just comes and it just exists <laughs> on, on the jump app, and there's no no you know mortal there's no mortal invention uh, convention into this at all. It just one day you know, show jump app like it, like God just. It just beams down from heaven that there's a chapter and it just ends up on the app. <laughs> but like I kinda like that because um because this is Gotoge, how Gotoge keeps doing this over and over again and we get a kind of we get kind of a little it's kinda like getting to know them. Like mm-hmm. this is the kind of thing that they, they prefer to have stories where like for the most part everybody's got a reason for doing what they do. There's like there's not a Oh well, bad guys just bad. I mean, maybe that will be Muzan's thing. Well, as we said, Doma. But even Doma was just like he enjoyed doing what he does. But yeah, was, I mean, I think the thing with Doma too is that he was still a victim of his circumstance because yeah, he had yeah. such a like messed up childhood. He just legitimately didn't know what he was doing was wrong until yeah. like he just didn't care. Doma is a uh, yeah. demon Bakugo. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in case in the case of Muzan, we have gotten like a little bit of backstory for him already. Yeah, like yeah. I'm curious to see like if there's anything really sympathetic about it. I'm sure yeah, there, there will be. Go. I'm sure because like up to this point, like, um, there's like a like from from Muzan's like first introduction. Uh, I feel like there's something really really vulnerable about him that like it's like right there. But we just don't know what it is, cause um, like what really sets him off, like the fact that he's found by Tanjiro, right? But then like when he goes and he like he's like not sulking, but like he's pissed off in the alleyway, and then the these drunk people come up to him like, hey, what's up with you? Why do you look all sickly and old and shit? Do you got money? Let's let's look, I'm gonna try to mug you or whatever. And he's just like, oh, do I look sickly to you? And then like he, it sounds like he has a complex about that and. It, a complex of being see- perceived as weak, I guess, which yeah. is what led to him becoming Muzan. <laughs> so, <laughs> like being the apex like, predator or something. But then, like, yeah, exactly. What led to I? He, I, I was, I'm like stumbling over my words. I, I'm like ninety percent sure that he wasn't like a demon to start off with. Um, something must have happened. Uh, yeah, didn't they, didn't they explain it? That, yeah, like, they explained that he was like he was sickly. Yeah, he was sickly and he got experimented on by this doctor, and that turned him into a demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I don't remember. He was, yeah, he was turned into a demon, and then I mean, now he's basically. I I, this his whole thing is like 
his whole thing is like now he's a demon, but then he can never be in the sun anymore. And now he's trying to find a means of because to him, I guess he feels that's the thing that's like, okay, I'm good, but not by enough. I can't go out in the sunlight. So I want to find a means of dealing with this part and be a demon. And be, so, which is part of the reason why, you know, he's, I guess, trying to go after Nezuko because she's kind of like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she, she, she reached that point that he was aiming for. Exactly. So that's why he's after her. So, yeah, that's what his whole thing has been. It's like, I'm powerful, but I can't go out in the sun. So that, that, that's not good enough for me. I, I need to be powerful and be able to sunbathe. <laughs> <You know? laughs> His motivation is literally cars from Jojo. Yeah. The, the ultimate being, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, or, or he's like, I, I, I don't know. I'm sure you guys haven't, I don't know if you've read Gintama, but his, his motivation is basically a Hosens, which is like, he's a Yato and Gintama, the Yatos are super powerful beings, but they can't stand sunlight in this whole... I mean, actually, that whole arc of Gintama wouldn't be too out of place in Demon Slayer. He hid himself in a red-light district underground, basically because he can't deal with sunlight. And the whole arc, basically, at the end, he, you know, he had this... He captured a woman that was kind of like his replacement sunlight. I I don't want to go through the whole arc here. Definitely, (laughs) you should read it, but... I feel um, like I vaguely know what you're talking about, because I watched all the openings. Oh, I, I think I've seen the opening that has that. Yeah. yeah, he was like he he hid himself underground because he and he became the king of the nightlife in this like city Yoshiwara, and uh, he had like this woman that he had as his pretend sunlight. And it was great because her name literally is a derivative of sunshine. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then Gin and his buddies come down there and they fuck shit up, and then in the end he gets to see the sunlight but that's what kills him. But he gets to at least, like, experience it one more time. <laughs> so, in a way, Muzan is kind of very... Uh, their, their stories are really similar in that sense. So Thematically, yeah. Yeah, so it, it's interesting. I'm interested to see if, like... I mean, but Indiana Hosen was kind of played in a... Um, towards the, at the end of the series. I mean, at the end of his arc. So uh, I I, I kind of want to see if I mean I'm I'm skipping over your whole bunch of stuff because I don't want to turn this into another Gintama <laughs> podcast. The Demon Slayer podcast is canceled. We're just the Gintama podcast. Yeah, another now. one. Sorry, Colton. <laughs> Sorry, We're we, stealing we, your business, Colton. <laughs> exactly, but yeah, no, I don't I don't want to like go through the whole thing because definitely I feel like people should read it. But um, yeah, it it if uh, that's what I was when when I read about Muzan's backstory, I, I couldn't help but think of Hosen. But again, like I said, at the end, his his was de- depicted very, um, very sympathetically. So I'm I'm wondering if um if Gotoke will hold up with keeping the sympathetic p- depictions of the characters, or if ultimately Muzan is already past that point that he can't be redeemed. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean Gotoke's writing style in general reminds me a lot of uh, Hiroyuki Takei's The Creator of Shaman King. Because he kind of did the same thing where all his villains kind of had a reason for becoming, like, criminals or, like, killing people. Oh, yeah. And, like, the main villain, like, for the longest time, there's this whole thing of, like, okay, can he really be redeemed? Does he have any redeeming qualities? And it actually delivers on it, like, saying, okay, yeah, people can be saved or people 
are not naturally evil, which I found interesting. And I think Gotage is kind of going in a similar direction with uh, Demon Slayer. I mean, and once mm-hmm. again, I, I, I and once again, I, I hate to bring him back up again, but that's also kind of a hallmark of Sorachi's writing, which is like there was no villain really that was just completely unredeemable. <laughs> like they all had a reason to do what they were doing. So I, I, I guess that's I, as much as I said earlier that that's not that's a subversion. I guess it actually is kind of a staple of some Jump series, at least. Yeah. It's just, you don't have villains that are just like, uh, well, I'm just awful because it's fun. You know, evil. Well, evils. <laughs> you know, you don't have that. You, you do have a lot of series nowadays. Well, yeah, especially nowadays. I feel like that was, I don't want to go, I don't want to generalize, of course, but I do feel like, yeah, like definitely in this era of jump mangaka that you have more people that are just like, yeah, I want my villain to be sympathetic in some way. Yeah, I mean, the only one I can really think of, like, right now in Jump that is has I have, like, no sympathy for is, like, Sukuna and, like, Jujutsu Kaisen. I need to catch up with that. <laughs> I, I really do. I'm on volume two in Japanese, and clearly I need to catch up with that. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm, I'm also, like, around volume two, three. Yeah, I've, I've fallen a little bit behind on the series, but God, it's so good. Yeah, there were some scenes I saw that would, like, really stand out, like, art-wise. It's yeah, funny, because, like, initially when it came out, I was like, uh, I don't think this will last, I'm not into this. But then, like, around, ta- like, chapter 10, it just, like, blew me away. Yeah, it's, wow, I love how we're all on topic here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I agree, like, I read the Jumpstart for that, too, and then, like, it kind of, it was kind of like how everybody treated, um... Uh, Demon Slayer is how I treat it. I was like, oh, okay, it was fun. <clears throat> it's good art. It, it, it kind of reminded me of an early Bleach. Yeah. It's kind of like... It, yeah, yeah. Like, it's got this kind of... It's silly, but has this artwork that kind of belies that silliness. But And also, like, the characters are very, you know, they went from being really cool to being really wacky. <laughs> Like, it, it was kind of like, it, it just kind of had that vibe of early Bleach that I really liked. So I, I was like, okay, I hope it lasts. But of course, you know, Jumpstart ended. So I was just like, well, that's that. I only recently bought the Japanese volumes because this time I waited <laughs> to see if they would fill in the gap. So that what happened to me with World Trigger didn't happen again. <laughs> but, and they didn't. So I was just like, all right, fine, I'll read it. But yeah, it, it really reminds me of early Bleach. And I, and I, and I can definitely, I, I would hope that. At least that uh, Akutami Gege just doesn't fall into some of the pit traps that later Bleach falls into. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I these this this arc has been really really interesting to me. That like just in the fact that instead of one Demon Slayer taking on this guy, you had four or five, and ultimately he defeats himself. <laughs> yeah, I really. I was really like, uh, I was literally floored by like, it's such so super simple, but like the symbolism with like, oh, you were like the unequaled son and like he couldn't like, he couldn't reach it obviously. But also the fact that he says immediately after like, uh, others around you have no other path than yearning and reaching out their hands, writhing in agony. And literally like the next page is like him almost as if he's under the sun, his body's disintegrating. And like, uh, there were things that this chapter brought up that, like, I was thinking about, like, throughout the the series, where, um, obviously, like, we see at the uh, not the start, but like, 
uh, it comes up toward the the end of the anime where uh, Sandro uh, uh, remembers that he has the, the the fire breathing, and it's called like Hinokoku. So like the he when I initially heard it like uh, in the in the anime, I was like, oh, he can also mean like sun, but. I remembered that uh, in the manga, they literally used the kanji for fire, for uh, like Tuesday, fire, ka, he. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then like, now we know like the the breath that uh, Yorichi used was actually sun. And then the fact that like, this is in the back of my head, like the whole fight that, oh, upper moon one uses moon breathing because he's a demon. He can't be under the sun. And he's like, his twin brother was the sun breather. Like, wow. Like, I don't know, like, it, it's, it, like, clicked into place for me, and I was just like, hmm, I wonder what this means. Yeah, it's the simple, it's, it's like, simple, but very complex, and I, and I kind of like that about this. Like, this whole fight's been really kind of like that, like, it, it's... Yeah, like, there's just layers. Yeah, yeah, it seems very straightforward if you just look, yeah. And I, I like that you can enjoy it on those different levels, like, you don't have to have, like, a galaxy brain... <laughs> To enjoy it, you can literally just watch you read the fight and see these guys fighting to the edge of their lives, and it's still entertaining. But then, if you do want to sit and think about it, there are slayers that you can enjoy it too. And I feel like that is the hallmark of Demon Slayer being a really good manga is that you don't necessarily have to be like you could just read it as a you know straightforward action series. Yeah, and it's uh, easily digestible. Yeah, for sure. Like when it when the this fight initially started, I was kind of more mixed on it because like I felt it didn't have like the same emotional weight that like the Domo or the Akaza fight had, but like as it kept going, like it brought in so many great elements, like not only with the lore but like everything with like going into like Kokushibo's like kind of like backstory and motivation, and it just was really compelling. I feel like one of the things that Godgate does really well is, like, not only making the battles, like, a bout of strength, but also a conflict of, like, emotions. Mm -hmm. And, like, here, I think that really shined through. Yeah, 100% agree. 100% agreed on that. Like, it, it, it even, it never feels like a fight's just kind of happening, you know, just to... Just to, you know, well, we need a fight here. It's been too long. <laughs> so <laughs> it feels like all the fights do have, like, meaning. And obviously with this art that, on top of that, too, which, I mean, some people have been rumoring saying that this is the final arc. I, I, I mean, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I'm not sure how you guys feel about that. Like, at one point when I wasn't caught up, like, somebody did ask me, as somebody reading the Japanese version, like, hey, what do you think? You know, you're reading the Japanese one or... Is this the final arc? Do you think so? I'm like, I'm not caught up, but from what I've heard, it seems like there's not much left to do. But I guess a question I'd like to ask you guys is, what do you think? Do you think this is it? Or do you think there's still more to go and come after this? Thinking about it, like, I don't really know what could possibly be after this, unless it's like a whole arc specifically for, like, killing Muzan. Um, but, like, after... After like Muzan is taken care of, what's what really is going to be? Are all the demons that he propagated going to die like on the spot, or are there going to be, or is like the curse going to be broken and like demons can be like their own people now? Um, if it goes that route, like I can see, um, I don't know, like research into like what what the hell is going on with Nezuko's condition and like the fact we haven't really even seen her uh, after 
that big reveal where like, oh, she can talk now and she can like, she's a daywalker now. Like, I don't know what the hell that's that's gonna build up to unless probably she's gonna be in like the, the final fight. I yeah, don't really I, know, like what what else can happen after this? Um, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, as far as Nesco is concerned, like it seems like they're curing her right now. So, with that being like one of the big motivations for Tanjiro in the story, I can't see the the series going much further after this current arc because I definitely think they're gonna fight Muzan in this arc. Like, I I don't think that is not happening because they're just like fighting all like the Kizuki left and right at this point. Like there's only like two left and they're like lower rank members. Yeah. And I think um, if if it goes that route of like um, now that Muzan is gone, but they are still demons uh, instead of killing them. uh, It's probably going to be like Tanjiro trying to like get them cured or like, I don't know, like, fight for demons' rights or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I can kind of see that. I mean, I only ask because, like, okay, so I remember at one point Jump did kind of advertise this as the final volume. I mean, follow final final arc. Wow. <laughs> I did remember that Jump did advertise it as that, but, like, one point, but then somebody else came back and said that, that oh, that was a mistranslation. I haven't yeah, been able so to I find... Think- I think it was tr- saying that it was the final battle, like the final chapter of the battle between uh, Tanjiro and Akaza. Okay, so, uh, so that, like, that might be it. Uh, I haven't been able to find the actual the actual thing where Jump said that. So because I'd like to be able, to, if I could find it, if you could tell me, if I could find it, I would love. To yeah, I could it. probably get the magazine. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's just it. I, it's just like I like I really wasn't paying attention because like I hadn't caught up yet. So mm-hmm. I was I wasn't paying attention to what issued around they said that. But I do remember it being a lot of people saying, "Hey, you know, they advertised and jumped that this is the final arc." So uh, and I don't know how true it is. And then somebody else came by and said, "No, no, no. It was just a mistranslation. It's not the final arc." So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some of the tweets came up and then try to just around that date. Okay. Yeah, because I, I would but love to know for sure. I, I I would like I, I would I personally don't think it I, I think that honestly because mm-hmm. like as, as Vlor said, like they're fighting the big, you know, the big, the big, the big villain, like not villains, but the like more ma- more powerful opponents. They're fighting them and winning. So it's like, you know, what is there after this aside from Muzan himself? Right. It's not like we're gonna have like a like a KHR situation where it's like, hey, those were the fake upper moons. Now we have the real ones. <laughs> like, there's gonna be a clone of Muzan who's on steroids. They're gonna have to fight him instead. He has his own set of upper moods. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, or 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 the doctor that experiments on him actually lived, and he was like, "Hmm, things are actually going kakudori." <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I would hate that. I would hate that. That would be literally Naruto. Uh, I mean, I, I, I doubt it. <laughs> I mean, I, I doubt it. it. It does. It does feel like this is leading to something pretty final. I, I will say that much. 
So, I mean, and there hasn't been anything from Gotoge, of course, saying, you know, hey, this is it or not. Like, I, and I don't know. I, I just feel like if it were a thing where it, we really are closing on the end, because like, like the Promised Neverland, for example, like Jump has been not been shy saying that this is it. <laughs> This so, is the climax. Right, you know, like pretty much any time, any time the series is brought up in Jump, it, it, it's the next sentence is "This is it." <laughs> <laughs> so, so they're not shy about that at all, saying that that's ending. But like, if really were over, they wouldn't have mentioned it just once. <laughs> I think um, there's one route that it can go that I would, pro- I would like probably be okay. Um, would. It- Oh, Japan isn't the only humans, but like it would be kind of it would end up turning into like a like a seraph of the end kind of thing, except like because you know like in, in that that's that's more like post-apocalyptic, but this is more like not <laughs> like it, demons are supposed to be like a whole co- covert kind of thing, like it happens outside of public knowledge. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. I mean, like, yeah, the way the story's been set up so far, demons aren't, like, a normal part of society. Like, you could probably, if you're lucky, of course, I mean, ho- and this is the hope that you could live your whole life without seeing one. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, like, yeah, that that's that's true. I don't really see what else, in, as, as Vilor said, seeing that, um... Seeing that Tanjiro is the protagonist and his big goal is to get his sister cured. I mean, obviously, yeah. Obviously, he's not just going to get Nezuko, you know, Nezuko's not, Nezuko's not going to get recovered. And then he's like, well, guys, it was fun. Like, I'm I was like, demon slayers, guys. Go, go I, I, deal with all the demons by yourselves. Yeah, I got what I wanted out of this deal, so see ya. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see him doing that. But at the same time, I, I don't see what else you know, propel the series past that, especially if they're, if they're taking out all the strongest demons now. And and they're taking serious injuries, too, so it's not like it's... It's not like they're, they're defeating demons. They're like, alright, who's next? You know? Yeah, that's another thing. Like, I don't know how the hell they're gonna take up Muzan when, like, more than half of the, the, the pillars are, like, incapacitated. Yeah. And they're pretty injured. Like, Tanjiro's kind of taking a beating. Yeah, it's like, I, I don't see what... Yeah, exactly. That's what's kind he of he was kind of dead too. He's the only other pillar like with him. Yeah, and yeah. Then, you know, I I kind of don't see. That's another thing that's interesting to me because it's like, yeah, how what what now? Normally, when you got the final battle, you know, you'll have the main character who's like, still, you know, he hasn't really fought anyone yet. So I was kind of surprised that one of the first fights we got was Tanjiro and Giyu. Right. <laughs> You know, usually it's like if it's Goku, you know, he he doesn't he gets there and everybody else is fighting, or Luffy, they'll get there to the fight pretty clean, you know. Or they just won't be there and everybody else will be fighting and then when it looks really bad, that's when Goku or Luffy shows up. <laughs> and then they're 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 usually fresh, clean, ready to go. But then you have you have you know Team Demon Slayer already been in the big fight. <laughs> And the ba- the main bad guy's still out there, <laughs> so <laughs> I guess I guess the clean one is gonna be Nezuko. Now, but she'll be human, so will she be able to do anything? I don't know. Well, yeah, I, that's another thing. I don't think that she's like human now. I think she's just like she's just like a like a like a daywalker vampire. Well, like wasn't like uh, Tamio giving like her the 
the antidote that she made? Oh. I don't know. So so if that works, then she will lose all her powers, presumably. I kinda I kinda wonder if she'll we're just referring to all the other anime and manga here, but I kinda wonder if she'll pull an owl from Fluminal Alchemist and be like, My body's right there, but I can't fight like this. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kinda wonder what happens like Nesuko, like, you know, it'll get to a point where it's like she still needs her demonic powers and like I can't take this. I, I gotta go back and help my bro. <laughs> go <laughs> Is if I have these powers, <laughs> she's like John Wick. She so needs to I... go back. <laughs> she just has to cut off the finger. <laughs> I was gonna go into retirement, but no, nah, maybe not. <laughs> My five-minute retirement. <laughs> I mean, I kind of hope that she'll end up be playing some part in the finale because, like, she, you know, she's been. Really instrumental in things up until now. It's just I suckish. feel like she has to, especially after how heavily involved she was with the Red Light District arc and the Swordsmith Village. Like she actively fought in those like arcs, so it'd be weird for her not to have any like big role in this arc by the end. Yeah. I, I, I okay. So. Okay. I have. I have a. I have a big brained. Uh, 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 One Piece YouTuber, YouTuber uh, theory coming out of nowhere. Um, okay, okay. Here we go. Right. All right, so uh, we see Kokushibo had the, the flute, right? And he had kept it. Uh, after giving it to his little brother and like getting it back. So, all right, my, my big brain theory. The flute, uh, even though it was like a makeshift one, it wasn't like a perfect, like, it wasn't good craftsmanship or whatever. Like, uh, Yoriichi playing on the flute was what helped him develop sun breathing. And uh, there's going to be a parallel with Nezuko's uh, bamboo mouth guard thing. And she's going to learn sun breathing or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, now, now, if this doesn't happen, I'm going to be actually a little disappointed. <laughs> Holy crap. Well, you all heard it here first. So if it That's happens, right. yeah, Marianne's not actually goes okay. I know, I know. <laughs> you're actually you're actually Gozo Gates editor and, <laughs> and Gozo Gates story ahead of time. And actually Gates <laughs> editor is my uncle and he told me <laughs> he also works at Nintendo. <laughs> he gave you that early copy of Prime 4. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> That's too much power in <laughs> one person. <laughs> but no, I, I now I kind of like I kind of hope that something does that. I I I just I don't I I have faith that Gotoke will involve Nezuko in a meaningful way. I agree. I, I do have faith in that. So far, I can say that I can say with mo- with a pretty with a lot of confidence that I don't think Gotake's like ever had like a really big misstep in ki- in De- Demon Slayer. Mhm. I would the say like, all- is, like Yeah, yeah like yeah. I, the the only um the only like I would say like mildly disappointing stuff is like toward the beginning where it looked like they weren't sure like how to handle Nezuko's character. So she was mostly on the side. Yeah. As the arcs went on um like yeah, I don't think there's much to worry about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just for. I mean, what we're on volume seventeen. Yeah, seventeen now. 
yeah, 17. And I, I mean, I have to say, for the most part, Demon Slayer hasn't had any major, like, holy crap, that was terrible arcs or that was really bad or anything. Like, I mean, every by now, a series have had had something like that, <laughs> where at least one thing where people were like, nah, most people can agree that arc wasn't that strong. But no, it's pretty much been hit after hit after hit for the series, and and I kind of and one thing I like about it too is that its pacing is pretty fair. Okay, it's mm-hmm. going too fast. Train even the training segments feel like they're necessary rather than like okay, yeah, we're gonna have ten chapters for where where Tanjiro learns how to pick up a sword <laughs> after you know, been able to do that this whole time, but we need another training arc where he learns how to do it again. <laughs> so, like, everything feels just right with this series. So, I, I mean, if Demon Slayer can end on a high note, I, I would almost... I hate to use the word perfect, so I won't, but I would say that it's probably one of the strongest jump series. Definitely. This is, this is agree. the series that I read first when the new chapters drop. Same... Ah, oh, you guys in the act age. Act dodge is so good, Sakaki. I so want to read it, but Viz and Gap and them not being employed, so I'm kind of like trying not to buy anything to like any. And, it's, and on top of that, even if I were working, it's like I have a bunch of other manga that I haven't touched, like Jujutsu and one and one and World Trigger and all of these other series that I bought and haven't read. God, don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone so, has that problem. Just, yeah, and then I and I started Muyo and Roji on the jump app, and I still oh, haven't finished man. it. Oh god! <laughs> so it's like uh, I, I I do want to read it because everybody I, that's another series that I haven't heard anyone say anything bad about. Like uh, you know, there are jumps. There are lots of series where people are like, you know, they're really popular, but you have enough people saying constructive criticism. And it's like, okay, yeah, they're bad. They're great, but they kind of, you know, lack in this area. But Octa seems to be the one series that everybody universally agrees is amazing. Yeah. I'm, I, I I saw, like, a, there was, like, a Jump Festa thing where they edited her into, like, the lineup. And I'm like, oh, it's time. It's time. Anime <laughs> announcement, please. I, I feel like if that got an anime announcement that it would blow up, it would blow up more than, I mean, it would be that one thing. It, it would probably hit uh, wow, I always want, like, he was wanted to call it Kimetsu, which isn't wrong, but <laughs> um, it would blow up as much as Demon Slayer has if, if it got an anime adaption, because I don't I like I said, I've never seen anybody talk badly about it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it also has a lot of appeal outside of like the usual jump audience, too. That, too. That, too. That's the I thing, mean, yeah. I, I do feel like it almost well. There was actually a Sunday manga that was. This, it's different, but this, it has the same premise of voice acting. But I mean, not not voice acting. Excuse me, acting, but it's voice acting. So that's another thing that's like I, I wish that had gotten an anime, but it didn't. But yeah, I, I feel like it, it has like a lot, a uh, huge appeal. But of course, it's going to be interesting to see how you know the Jump Dude Bros take it. But even they seem to like it, which is interesting. Like, again, even the people that you typically are, like, you know, really the action guys, like, why aren't they fighting yet? (laughs) uh, They're fighting with words. And with the wooden swords on that (laughs) stage with Psycho Yonaki. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
I mean, I, I've said it. I've said it on Twitter before that it's interesting. I like this. I you know not not that I'm saying anything's wrong with this, but I love that it's like it is still keeping with the jump spirit, <laughs> but <laughs> in a completely different way. <laughs> Some of the pages from the series. <laughs> if you read some of the pages out of the series out of context, it feels like it's a battle manga. <laughs> but it, it yeah, it, it's paced and kind of drawn like one. But yeah, that's especially true in like the current dark because it's literally them fighting each other like with plays. Like they they just have two different teams doing the same play and trying to figure out which one's better. Like it, it feels like if you, if you gave them powers, it wouldn't be out of place. <laughs> <laughs> they literally this guy on live stream. So whoever has live stream numbers is gonna be like, oh no, it's over nine thousand or some bullshit like that. Like, <laughs> I, I I and I and I dig that. I do. I read the jump start chapters and, and I and I I really like that. It's doing that. It, it's definitely a new generation to jump where they're taking the jump formula and applying it in new ways. And but it's still yes. very much a jump series. Like it's no longer about like firing destructive beams of energy at each other while having big hair. <laughs> it's it's still very <laughs> much jump. And, and you can tell it's like shifting to a new generation of writers and artists that they're taking the jump spirit but applying it in way different ways than you haven't seen before. You still have the action series, you still get the one pieces and the Dragon Ball type stuff, but you're getting more things that are different too, mm-hmm. which I, I, I dig about you nowadays. <laughs> yeah, so I think that like basically covers everything in our discussion. So, uh, I guess we should get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a play. Yeah, so uh where can the good people find you two folks? Uh I'm on Twitter at microwavy, the E before the V, and post on uh the View from Atop, a haiku podcast, which we actually recorded uh yesterday. Um this should be out later this week. Uh if you like haiku, it's woo! Haiku has been on fire lately, and like it just took a turn. We don't know what the hell is going on. And uh, I'm also on the Good Friends uh, Anime Club. It's a it's another podcast with just me and three other friends, and we talk about like what we've been watching or reading, and then uh, we just try to have like friendly, inclusive conversation. And it's a good time. Okay, and I'm at Kirobon. That's K I I R O B O N on Twitter, where that one's just my, you know, personal Twitter, where I talk about pretty much everything, and but where the real action is, if you're really interested, is at WSS Talkback, which is my Shonen Sunday Twitter, yes. where I talk about all things Shonen Sunday, like, everything, you know, I mean, you might mistake it for a Conan Twitter sometimes, but that's not my fault, <laughs> it's just that's 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 what makes Shaggy the money. <laughs> so they talk about that a lot. So I ultimately have to talk about it a lot. <laughs> so, but yeah, I try to showcase everything that's in Shonen Sunday, so people have a better idea of what's in it, rather than it just being the Rumiko Takahashi and Ghost Show Aoyama Hour. <laughs> so, and I also have a, a blog, wsstalkback.blogspot.com, where um, I 
throw up. Uh, it used to be a place where I talk about the entire issue of Sunday, but it's easier to do that on Twitter, so I do that there. Now it's more for reviews of Shonen Sunday manga and translations or interviews. Like the most recent thing I just did was one with uh, Golden Kamui's uh, uh, Satoru Noda and Rumiko Takahashi. I just finished translating an interview with them, which was really fun, interesting to hear their viewpoints on how they came up with their manga and all of that. So if you're interested in that, definitely go give those a, go give those a chef looks And I do on Kirobon read the Japanese version of um, Demon Slayer from time to time. I haven't in a while, but Hopefully I'll get back to that, and I give my impressions of definitely not trying to tra- compare translations to anything. I don't want to do that. This is a wonderful job, <laughs> so I-, I definitely don't want to step on their toes. But I definitely just point out things that you know I find interesting in the original, you know, Japanese version. Yeah, definitely follow both of these guys. They're both amazing, and they do really cool stuff. Um, as for myself, you can follow me. On- on Twitter at VLordGTZ. Um, you can also find my more manga focused reviews on all comic.com. I also do Demon Slayer chapter reviews on there, so look out for those whenever they come out. Um, aside from that, I also do uh, articles and reviews for TanamiFaithful.com. So if you're into Tanami, you can obviously go read those over there. And you can also follow the podcast on Twitter at DSlayer Podcast. And if you have any questions for us uh, to answer on the podcast, just uh, shoot them to us and you might uh, get an answer on the show. And that about does it for this episode. So uh, thank you guys for uh, recording with me. Um, it's always great talking to you guys, as always. Same here. It was a pleasure. Anytime. Yeah. Please invite me anytime. Yeah, definitely have me back on. I had a good time. I mean, consider we are uh, don't really have a standard static like second uh, host for this segment. I'll definitely be having both of you on again at some point. Because yes. I know you guys are definitely going to be able to have a great Demon Slayer conversation like today. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Finally, my life has meaning. <laughs> all our lives have meaning now. Demon Slayer has gifted us all of the meaning. Just like Thank Tokushiba. You. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Okay, for letting us bask in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, since that about does it, see you later, folks. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.